I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello High Rollers is an adventure set in DD Hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. <sighs> What's wrong, Grog Flack the Destroyer? Oh, nothing. I'm just having a bad tentacle day. I've tried combing, waxing, applying pustulous ooze. Nothing works. Well, save yourself the fuss and pop down to Hats What You Get. Hats What You Get? The new hat shop on the high street by the Lake of Eternal Flame. That's right. Here at Hats What You Get, we get hats. Bowlers, trilbies, flat caps, tricons, you name it, we've got it. And we tailor them especially to fit around horns, fins, protrusions, or bulbous growths. Here's your tricorn, sir. <laughs> Looking sharp, sailor. Finally, I can stop worrying about my tentacles and get back to rending the souls of the damned. That's amazing. A nouveau chapeau upon your tet. That's what you get. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Hell or High Rollers. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dave Hearn and I am your games master. Let's dive straight in with some good news. Ladies and gents, you are leveled up. Now level two, which... Level um, two, it only took us hours and hours to get. (laughs) Um, So I've updated all of your sheets and stuff. Basically, all you have is some fun new abilities and more health points. Mm, Yeah, great. I'm sure your wonderful brain will make excellent use of them um so uh as i said i'm dave Herm. i'm your games master hello my name is chris leesk and i play the character of glue brick dumb i genuinely didn't do that on purpose i just, just i came so in really hot and i was sitting there going everyone's gonna be so impressed that i, I just know this now but dumble dumb everyone's oh gonna be so God. impressed that you know your name yeah. <laughs> but you're still checking your phone. no because now i've downed myself it's because bumble dung what is it bumble dung dumb you just said <laughs> dumb, dumb. dumb. okay dumb. Okay. Okay. okay hello hi Hi, my name is Chris Lees. Can I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a large uh, Goliath barbarian, and he is so simple, he pronounces the word simple, simple. <laughs> what do you mean he pronounces it correctly? No, oh. Oh, he's, he stops after he, he, the word. Impul. Okay. Yes, impul. Yeah. So he thinks it's what? impul. Yeah, I've just realised, having said this now, I've now set up a language that I've ever used that yeah. word. I have to say it like that. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ellie Morris, and I play Ghoul, who is a uh, five-inch tall campestry, which is a forest-dwelling mushroom creature. Something about Ghoul, which is pretty sweet. So he lives in the dark, he lives in the forest most of his life, but unlike his other uh fun guy gang buddies he likes the sunlight um and it's kind of frowned upon to like the sunlight when you're a mushroom because you're meant to live in the dark and the you know the soil but sometimes when he's feeling very very brave he just catches a bit of light and he bounces and chases the light and and just stares up at the sky and thinks that the clouds are like his ancestors because they're kind of shaped like mushroom caps oh, oh, wow. 
clouds mm. and things. Like the spirit dreams. of his ancestors. Yeah. Ghoul's just after that vitamin D. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He just likes And also likes Ghoul himself. died. And, and Ghoul came back. He had a bit of a wild ride. Yeah. yeah. He dived uh, into a kind of river of, I guess, demon blood mm. and uh, died for the second time. Yeah. Wow. Came mm. back as like a kind of little bit demon. Yeah. A little bit devil. A little bit little devil. devil. Spicy ride. mushroom. Yeah, spicy. Very spicy <laughs> mushroom. <laughs> I'm Adam Megiddo and I play Eric Sanguinius, the human necromancer and the lord of Hyviz Tower. Or he was at least until he was killed. And I think um, something else I haven't, uh, we haven't yet talked about is before he died, he was on the brink of making some utterly extraordinary discovery. Oh, yeah. But now he can't remember what it was. <laughs> so it's oh. like there's added incentive to get back because it could be, it could be vital to, to mankind. Stop. And hello, I'm Henry Shields, and I play Henley Whispers, a.k.a. Lithe Spirit. <laughs> yeah, a it's, it grows on you, that one. Uh, it's, it's a slow burner. Yeah, it's a slow burner. <laughs> Human ranger, rabble rouser, full of heart, devoid of trouser. <laughs> nice. That's Henley. And, uh, you know, on the, on the subject of rhyming, he does also write his own poetry. Okay. Uh, but Henley's poetry doesn't rhyme. He writes very short, uh, broken up sentence poetry, sort of Rupi Kaur uh, style, um, which w- most people w- would recognize as terrible poetry. That's his poetry. <laughs> Just sort of sentences that he insists are poems and often, you know, writes them out and then does a little <laughs> crap drawing next to them. <laughs> That's you have so a song good. Yeah, because you have like, uh, like, two lines of it <laughs> yeah uh wandering wistfully trees <laughs> all around i wonder if my heart could be fuller oh, oh wow yeah, it, you hanging. There you go. it does so, i didn't i didn't think ever he deserved to be in hell until i heard it <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh yeah yeah and just to clarify in this episode has eric put on the burnt shorts trousers well, let's. I think I have to. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, don't but know I, I mean, you can't see them. They're under a robe. That's so true. So uh, true. I'm wearing a pair of burned shorts. Fine. Burnt shorts. <laughs> and um, Henley no longer has a cape. No, he's basically but... gone back to the bath towel because yeah. it was that was the only option to rip Very up good. some sailcloth and f- fashion it into another white <laughs> wrapping around his nice nethers. <laughs> But Glubrick doesn't have any anything. No, I've, I've got pants on though. I reckon oh, underwear, yeah. like like yeah. really tight. Right. Let's just start episode. <laughs> <laughs> and with that episode, <laughs> we're <Indians. laughs> racing through our minds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so when we left the Happy Boys, uh, they were drifting on the boat towards the Obsidian castle and uh, as you look the landscape around you is dressed in fire and it seems alive with heat sharp rocks jut out from the earth and some appear to resemble faces of agony frozen in time these rocks start to increase in number the further you sail down this cursed river but no matter how hard you try to keep your eyes on the horizon your gaze always drifts back to this huge pure black obsidian tower equipped with ramparts spiked walls an array of anti-siege weaponry and this imposing silhouette is forcing its way onto the scorch backdrop that is the sky. This mountain of war is littered with scars of battles past, and you know that inside lies the portal to the next layer of hell, and ultimately to your escape. So you start to slow as you approach, and it almost seems like you're being drawn into the castle and you drift through the open portcullis into an inside dock and the boat just drifts gently and lands next to a jetty and just stops. The river does keep flowing through but you've stopped at the jetty and uh, around you there are dozens of other boats but they're all completely empty, other warships, other supply ships and stuff and as you depart onto the dock the first thing you see is a huge set of wooden doors behind which you can hear sounds of revelry, lots of cheering and shouting and singing. Off to one side, there's a small archway that leads down, but you can't see where it leads. And in the front of the large doors is a solitary orc, one orc, standing guard, and he looks bored and deflated and is just muttering to himself. If we have this discussion, he can't hear. We're on the boat. You're on the boat. He's seen okay. the boat come in, but he's not paying any attention to you. Okay. So, oh, oh, really well moored, Eric. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Wonderful helmsmanship. I had no idea I was such a fine seaman. Inspiration. Are you laughing at the word seaman? Yeah. Is Glubrick laughing at the word seaman? <laughs> 
<laughs> she doesn't know what that word means. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So just to clarify something, I know that none of us are demons or devils or whatever, but do we have a side that people would most likely put us on? I think we are the property essentially of the devils. As ostensibly, I think that they own our souls because we're in hell and that this is their plane. Uh, and the demons are trying to get into this plane. They're attacking from, from their realm. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. I did not know that at all. Was that <laughs> that's a- my understanding of it. Eric, you know, you know this stuff better than I do. Allow me um, history roll or a roll. <laughs> yeah, do, let's do history. Because Eric's an expert in hell, right? I think so. I mean, he's yeah. studied it. Uh, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your 14, you are um, able to... Yeah, Henley is absolutely right. The uh, Yeah, this plane kind of owns your, your soul as Henley said. Um, but also, you know that the reason there is this endless blood war that's been happening between the demons and the devils is that um, essentially the devils represent uh, lawful, uh, kind of structured evil. Uh, that there are rules and that you should be punished for doing things that are bad. But demons represent just chaos. And what they actually want is the destruction of reality. So if they get into hell and they can destroy hell, there will be no there will be no law. There will be no balance. And that would have a knock-on effect to the other planes all well. realms would just be filled wow. with chaos. I, I share all of that with the group but very mysteriously looking into the middle distance so, so, yeah. <laughs> I say it probably more quietly than that it's almost <laughs> to yourself yeah just like uh, if you hear me maybe do <laughs> demons and the devils <laughs> but I but I say what you just said, <laughs> and then Henley said, "Eric, yes, are, are you all right? Yes, yes. Now, lone orc, what does he guard? Hmm? And, and and orcs are, d- are devils. No, they are just dark creatures. Do they have a side they're on? The devil's side, I assume, if they're at the Obsidian Tower, which is... Which is uh, the devil's side. Okay, is I, I just thought they might Is have... the orc a guard? Yeah, yeah. He's got like a little axe and he's just standing <laughs> in front of the door. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to just vault off the boat oh. onto the onto the jetty beautifully and land well. I'm so... Okay, yeah, well, you, yeah, I like you want to run. Yeah, I want to that. roll to see yeah, how okay. well I land. Please get a natural one. What is this? Uh, acrobatics. Oh, no, I nailed it. It's 22. Yeah, well, yeah you, you vault and uh, you sort of, yeah, just do like a one-armed speed vault and just land. Yeah, yeah. one-armed speed vault turns into a forward roll. Nice. Yeah, quickly, up on his feet, strolls over to the York. Ah, my good man. Wait, wait. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, we're just mooring up. We're here for the party. party? <laughs> Thank you, Eric. But he shouts that from the boat. Yeah. Right? Party. The party, that's right. That's watching right. like a hawk. Party. We have the party. No one ever invites me to party. No party. No one ever invites you. No. Are you Are you talking to me or are you talking to yourself? Both. Can I not talk to both? Okay. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I should introduce myself. Henley whispers. How do you do? Pleasure. You are. I am. Um, oh, we've got some names. Let me get some. Names. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. While you look up the names, um, I think I'm gonna come and join uh, yeah, Henley. We're, we're joining, and I is 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 Gaul still on my shoulder? Uh huh. Okay. How are you feeling, Gaul? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think your horns are so fantastic. Yeah, you think that I'll fit in more now that I've got these horns? That's actually a really valid point. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I, you should lead, like, the team in this Maybe one. I should be king. No, well, maybe you could be king. I think that's kind of going naught to 100, though, maybe no? Maybe emperor? <laughs> yeah, you, you, could, you could be, but, but maybe... Right. <laughs> no, I can't be the one to decide whether or not that happens. So I think we should just go and try and get into the, the, the portal there. Everything all right back there, Glubrick? Yeah, so we're just chatting I'm devil king. things. Don't worry about us, Henley. Remember, yes. Henley, we agreed he should never make plans. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to... Uh, I'm just going to roll for this name quickly. Okay, great. Okay, I'm actually going to change the, the voice of this guy a little bit because his name is Old Papa Crumble. Okay. <laughs> Old Papa Crumble. Yeah, and That's that was uh, given to us by Adam. Thanks, Adam. Adam, Ooh. not this Adam. Adam. No. no, not Adam. Not Adam. Maybe Maybe Adam. No, just Adam. No. Adam Beltane, which is great. a great name. Okay. Thank, Thank you so great. much. Thanks, Adam. Could you always oh, use his real? name yeah. in the future as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's um, but so can old you just pa- ask oh, yes. me again? Hello, Henley Whispers. What was your name? Old Pepper Crumble. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Nobody ever invites old Pepper Crumble to the party. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, old Pepper Crumble. Yeah. Well, do you want to come in with us? No, they won't let me in. I've got to stand guard, make sure no no ne'er-dwellers get in here. Well, who's in charge of this particular party? Oh, that'll be the general. 
Oh, the general. And what does he do at these parties? Oh, he hosts all kinds of stuff. It's a kind of fun cabaret event. There's cabaret? Yeah, lots of drinking and celebrating for the war. There's gladiator fighting and people tell jokes and sing songs. And if, if, you, if you can defeat the champion, you can meet the general himself. Mm, tell us more about this champion. Oh, well, the champion is a, is, a, is a huge, huge beast. Really strong, really powerful. Nobody's ever defeated him. No one ever? No, well, not since I've been here anyway. And you're old Papa Crumble. Exactly. I'm not young Papa Crumble. <laughs> One day I was young Papa Crumble, and that was a long, long time ago. You were still a papa then? Oh, yeah, I've always been a papa. So you didn't see that old baby Papa Crumble. That's right. I was born a father. <laughs> 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 well, pa- old Papa Crumble, we're here for the party. May we go in? Well, yeah. Do you have an invitation? Uh, no, we're here to perform. We're oh. performers of the party. Oh, I should have known. What the cabarets do? We are a variety act. A variety <laughs> act. Uh, I think I, I do uh, my stand-up routine. Oh, I thought you was a stripper on the county. I had no trousers. Oh, well, that would I'd already done the act. Exactly. Uh, you got to charge less if you're probably going to have the work. Mine is a joke. Well, you're not wrong. I actually strip and tell jokes at the same time. Wow, you're dicking yourself into a real hole. <laughs> Did you say dicking yourself? No, digging. Oh, right. <laughs> thought you were doing a party. Maybe you could give yourself in your routine. Yeah, good. Um, and uh, Gould does some singing. Yeah, I'm also the king. Oh, okay. <laughs> king Gould. Pleasure to meet you, King Gould. Glubrick, I'm Crumble. Glubrick, what happened? Glubrick, what happened in that conversation? I think, I think, well, I think we can all accept that Gould's now the king. And Tempera. All right. Eric Eric does his stand-up historian. Yes, that's exactly what I am and have been uh, for a long time. And I, of course, do my slapstick. Great. <laughs> Everyone roll me a deception check. <laughs> oh, no. 18. Six. Six. I've got 11. Uh, I rolled seven. Seven. Okay, great. Um, so old Papa Crumble eyes everyone suspiciously except for Eric. And he looks at Eric and he's just like, are you guys really here to perform? Yes. I mean, you don't I didn't look like performers. Well, I didn't say we were any good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're bad performers. Some, unfortunately, are bad. This is, after all, hell. That's true. Oh, uh, who, who, who booked you? Who invited the general. you? The general himself. Yes. Well, that never happens. You must be very important people. Well, very important and very bad. Well, uh, <laughs> I tell you what, why don't you show me a little bit of what you can do? And if it's good, I'll let you in. Well, I don't think you should be the judge of the general's opinion. Mm. Imagine what the general would say if you, you denied a entry and he said, where was the act that I booked? Oh, roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Uh, ten. I'm not going to let you guys in. I don't... That's fair enough. Unless I see something and I know it's good, I'm not going to... I can't just okay. let any old okay. rag okay. people in. Why, why did the lizard lose his wife? Oh, is this part of your show? Yeah. Okay, why did the lizard lose his wife? Because it had e-reptile dysfunction. <laughs> Okay, roll me a performance <laughs> check. No, just go off. The, I liked it. I didn't like that. Well, that was great. That was just off my brain. Okay, well, that should be that. Oh, wow. 17, sir. Now, uh-huh. this guy can go in and he opens the door. <laughs> and I just stroll in. Oh, okay, we've got to get in there after oh, him. Gaul's on my shoulder. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gaul, okay, Gaul and Glubrick are in. See ya. <laughs> How has this <laughs> that you and I are on the wrong side of the door and they are in. Well, clearly we're not the best performers. <laughs> Is that what you want? You want to see us perform? Yeah, if it's good enough, I'll let you in, like so I said. I'll I... show you my slapstick routine. Oh. All right. Okay, so what Henley does, we're on a we're on a jetty, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's plenty like, of planks there yeah, to play with, mate. and stuff about. Yeah, so there's he does that. <laughs> he picks up a ladder yeah. and he swings it around his head and knocks it into Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then hearing the clunk, he t- spins back to try and see oh. what was wrong. Clunks him oh. again. Oh, I'm so sorry. Puts down the ladder uh, on its end. Walks over to help Eric, leaving the ladder to clatter down to the floor behind him. He turns around at the noise, tries to walk over, trips over the ladder, falls flat on his face. The ladder springs up into the air behind him, lands on top of his head. He's now trapped in the ladder around his waist. He stands up. Now he's wearing a waist ladder. He spins around like a big wooden helicopter <laughs> and, uh, and then gets wedged between two boats. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. Old Papa Crumble is Love just that. beside himself with laughing. He's just like, oh, oh boy, this guy's talented. But what I am going to get you to do is roll me an acrobatics check. And if it's low, the three hits 
that you did on Eric are going to do a D4 of damage each. Okay. It's a 15. It's a 15. That is enough. I had 12. I had 12. Yeah. I had a pretty low. And he knows how to pull a blow with a ladder. Oh. He's like, well, this boy is clearly very gifted. I'm so sorry I didn't let you in before. He opens the door. Quite all right. Thank you, Papa Crumble. And he closes it behind you. All right. <laughs> Just, Just you, the two young man. <laughs> I sigh. Hey. <laughs> And cast charm person. <laughs> we could have started with that. <laughs> very yeah, good. Yeah, very good. Could. Okay, so charm person. Uh, so, yeah, give me a quick. Uh, give me a quick. Quick breakdown. It of needs charm a wisdom person. saving throw. Otherwise, it just likes me enough to do most of what I want it to do. So Eric's spell save DC is fourteen. Uh-huh. Uh, old Papa Crumble has to make a wisdom saving throw and beat 14. He's not very wise, old Papa Crumble, so... Uh, and he fails. So how does your charm person take effect? I said, old Papa Crumble. <laughs> My dear, dear old friend. Yeah? How long have you been guarding this door? Well, today, uh... No, not just today. Throughout your life. Oh, uh, well, uh, I, I don't really remember anything pre-door. <laughs> I, I, I know that I, I I was you know out in the world just awking around and I had my axe and my my, my baby boy and um, do yourself a favor yeah leave the door for a moment well, where will I go anywhere you wish no 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 that's out of the realms of you Crumble. deserve it and if not for you then for your baby boy oh. You know, he died horribly For in the memory yeah, of your okay. baby boy. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're right. You mind if I borrow your boat? Please, be our guest. Thank you. And you just hear Papa Crumble just sprints off, jumps on the boat, and then he just, like, releases himself from the mooring, and as he sails past you out of the portcullis, he just goes... I wave goes, him goodbye with a huge smile. <laughs> he just goes, Papa Crumble, to freedom! <laughs> and then I turn to the door and I go, oh, God, I hope it's not locked. <laughs> <laughs> and I try the door. It is open. It is <laughs> okay. open. Um, okay, great. So you all, all four of you have managed <laughs> to get past Papa Crumble. The most difficult challenge we've had so far, really, Papa Crumble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you go straight into... So as you push through the uh, this sort of smaller door in, in the huge doors, you immediately see that this hall is it's immense. And the room is filled with noise and cheering and a honky-tonk piano is playing <laughs> so there are imps orcs tieflings you're kind of classic devil beings and uh, there is a there's like a tiefling bard on stage singing a lovely song and um, there are people drinking uh, you can't see what's in the cups but you assume it's some sort of horrid blood poison drink oh. that they're drinking and they're all sat at these huge wooden tables and they're screeching and scoffing down huge chunks of meat and this horrible ale stuff and <laughs> as you uh, as you move in the door creaks with Eric as he moves in and you close the door behind you and just sort of like clash Western tavern scene the piano stops and just everyone just like turns and looks at the four of you oh um oh well we were the first through the door weren't we uh, but they've only looked when Eric has joined the group oh great okay yeah, yeah. guys I don't think I should be the one to talk subject Henley steps forward and says presenting <laughs> King Ghoul of the forest <laughs> Yes, thank I am, you. I'm going to allow <laughs> Gluebrick and Eric to do something to assist whatever check I give Henley. So I take Ghoul off my shoulder and I place him onto my hand and I raise him above the crowd to present him. Very good. And I cast Mage Hand again and I just make a massive hand, just point. <laughs> <laughs> and then just point... And then just do a big thumbs up. <laughs> and so um, I'm going to let you choose, Shields. Would you like Henley to roll a performance or a persuasion check? I would like it to be performance. Very good. You may roll with advantage. They are both the same, but I want it to be performance. Sure. You can roll with advantage. <laughs> oh, the first one's a natural one. Very good. And that gives us a total of 14. 14. So as you said, what did you say? You step forward and you say presenting. Uh, presenting King Ghoul of the Forest. Okay. You can see that there is unrest in the crowd and they're not too sure uh, the silence does not lift and everyone still stays still seemingly quite upset they've been interrupted okay, uh, but I'll give <laughs> Ghoul a chance to address the crowd from <laughs> from Gluebrick's hand uh, so Ghoul just uh, looks very kind of slowly and carefully across the sea of faces looking up at him 
And he just very calmly says, As you were. <laughs> As you were. Okay, Romy, uh, it's Romy, like an intimidation thing. Uh, oh, it's a four. It's a four. It's oh, a four. No. What, do I, what do I add? I add. You add your performance. It's not going to be. Oh, I don't think. Add 15, is it? No. You're not going to add 15. Can you give your that. inspiration point to someone else? No, it is just yours, okay. unfortunately. Okay. No, it's four. It's four. Uh, it's four. It's, it's, it's not working. Okay, so what happens is uh, a couple of the uh, the nearby orcs, they're just like, mouths are just like dripping with just like fucking drool and horrible like meat and stuff. And they just, their breath stinks. And they come up and they just oh. like grab ghoul. They must be here for the fighting. And they oh. all just descend on you. And you are just like shoved and thrown into a huge sand. Actually, pit. it was for the cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> we're performers. We're, we're, it was a joke. The whole thing was a joke. And you're just shoved into a massive pit at the center of the room, and they all start cheering. Oh no! Oh, that Wait, went so badly. Get, are we fighting each other? No, surely not. As, as, as <laughs> this is my fist raise. No, 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 no. Let us huddle, 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 huddle. Okay. Are we in an arena? So you're essentially in a huge gladiator pit at the center of this room. And okay. if we're fighting each other, then we can just fake it. Ooh, that's actually a really good idea. We just yeah. fake fighting each other. Yeah, yeah let's do that. This is okay. why you're I the king. I don't think we'll be fighting each other. I think we'll be fighting, and I look round dramatically. You'll be fighting each other. I'll confess, initially you weren't fighting each other, but I actually much prefer this. <laughs> so yes, you are fighting each other. So we've got to roll start. low. So the way, actually, the way we'll do this is that you can have whatever attacks you want on each other. But it's got to be performance-based, right? So yeah, make you want to look... You want to roll to hit, you actually want to hit, but what every attack roll, every spell, everything that you do is going to be accompanied by a performance check. And it's depending on how well they believe you you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna run into the middle of the the pit do another diving forward roll whipping out my bow and arrow turn and fire an arrow and i'm gonna try yeah, try and hit me mate. i'm gonna try and miss you i'm gonna try and hit and make it look like i've hit you great but what i'm gonna aim for specifically is the metal buckle on your leather strap on your chest. Great. Uh, okay, great. So actually, before you do that, I'm going to have everyone uh, roll me initiative. Seven for Glubrick. Nineteen for Glubrick. Seven, nineteen. Oh, fuck this character. Eric. Five. Five. <laughs> so slow. He's just thinking too much. And Henley. Uh. Seven. Seven. Uh, so, Henley, I'm going to let you do that. But it, once you've done that, it's Ghoul's turn to go first. But, so you're, okay, you're yeah, going so like so to... Yeah, 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 yeah. You've, you've taken a surprise round. So roll me an acrobatics check initially for your uh, your crazy roll. Natural 20. Natural 20. See, I'm going to let That's a shame that I've wasted happens. it on that. I do a fantastic forward roll whipping out the bow as he moves you don't even see his hands move he's just bow drawn and firing in the blink of an eye it's like a blur and an arrow comes out because your acrobatics was so good I'm going to say it's given you superior balance so I'm going to say that you can have advantage on your attack roll against uh, Glubrick thank you and just to warn you because you're hitting a specific point it's going to be a high it is 22 Oh. 22. And what's your armor class? My armor class is 16. Okay, so if you had missed the buckle, it would slam straight into his chest. Yes. The arrow just soars through the air and just slams into the buckle oh. in the middle of your oh, chest. Oh, oh, good shot, mate. No, no, no. You, 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 well done. You, you just no, about missed Clube, it because you no. just hit, Clubrick, you hit no. the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it look like you're <laughs> Well, don't say that then. Well, I know. I just turn and I... Oh, it's not, it's not your turn. It's oh, right. Not, <laughs> it's not, sorry. We've got to combat, but um, roll, me, uh, roll me a performance check, uh, Glubrick, with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, no, of course. Uh, four. Four. So the crowd are starting to boo, and you can see that they're kind of starting to, to morph and, and turn against you. I gave you the perfect... Um, <laughs> but it is um, in school's just turn. Had to Okay, so can Ghoul... Wait, is Ghoul still on Glubrick's in on his shoulder and his palm, or am I? I'm on the ground. You've just been tossed. Yeah, I've been tossed. Okay, I'm, I'm on the ground. Uh, so Ghoul can he just kind of with his little horns just poke Glubrick and try and kind of um, make yeah. him understand what we're doing? Oh, oh so you, you're not trying to injure him. You're trying. To-
trying to just like communicate. Well, him. I guess no. I I am trying to injure him. I'm trying to make it look like I'm injuring him, but trying to kind of like. Uh, okay, wink great. And, so roll yeah. me. Uh, you've got an attack called mushroom bash, right? Yes. So <laughs> is that actually a thing? Uh, no, I made it up, but it's oh, like great. Uh, it's like his um, version of an unarmed strike. That's so great. Four. Four. Um, mm. So you bounce harmlessly off of Glubrick's oh. feet, uh, but roll me a performance check. 17! So what you do is you bounce harmlessly off, but you make it, you can make it look like you were trying to hurt him, but right. he, he's just too strong for you. So Ghoul like does like karate chops with his tiny little arms and goes, Kang Fu! And uh, spins and um, bows. And all of the uh, all of the the demons surrounding the pit just erupt in raucous <laughs> laughter, and are just laughing at Ghoul and and how weak he is, oh. and the fact that he just bounced off this huge guy. Hey, they're laughing. That's something. Uh, and it is now Glubrick's turn. So Glubrick, being aware that he's hurt his friends so much over the last uh, couple of hours, um, I think he just goes, "No, I." I don't want to hit anyone. Okay, great. And just turns around and starts doing his stand-up routine. <laughs> if this can be good enough to get us out of this fight, it would be great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he comes forward and he goes, Oh, hello everyone. Welcome to my stand-up routine. Um, um, thank you for all coming to my performance. Uh, joke number one. <laughs> it's always a great start when comedians number their jokes. <laughs> yeah. Joke number one. Why was the warlock uh, lost outside his home? Because he didn't have a war key. <laughs> it's quite good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay, roll me a performance check with advantage. That's a natural 20. Yeah! Oh, He's the funniest guy in the world. <laughs> the crowd erupts with laughter. They are beside themselves. One of, one of the imps like falls into the pit and like scrambles out. Yeah. They are just having the best time, and they're just like, Whoa! and yeah. after like uh, Ghoul tried to hit you and you just bounced him off. They just, they just, they like one guy just ch- shouts in. He's like, "What's your name? What's your name?" Oh, oh my, my name's. Oh no! Found his weakness. And the whole crowd just start chanting, oh no, oh no, oh no. And they are absolutely loving Glubrick. And then I start to believe that now potentially I'm the king and I'm starting to feel quite guilty that I've taken away this position of king. But also at the same time, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on a roll here. And then I'm like, I, I'm going to run guys. over, I'm going to run over before <laughs> yes. he can ruin it. It's your turn. It's turn now. Uh, I run it before he can ruin it. I just grab Eric by the hand, by the wrist. I drag him over. I grab Glubrick by the other wrist and I just force us to bow. That's the end of the routine. You all take a bow. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. As the applause dies down, you just hear a slow clap coming from the back of the crowd and the crowd parts and a very familiar face arrives at the edge of the gladiator pit and just says, Hi guys! Oh no. Remember me? Oh, it's this guy from the boat. Yeah, hi! Hi! I I knew you guys were rehearsing on the boat but you were the guys who tried to hit me in the face with a magic missile and you tried to throw a spear at me but you threw some keys. It was all part of it. It, it was yeah, all part it was of all the part routine. Of pl- uh, um, performance. See, yeah. I uh, right because because I thought that, and then you said no. You called me. You called me an idiot or something, and you said you've got to let me out. And I was like, no, I don't want to disturb your rehearsal. It's very immersive. That was the the idea. Yeah. Oh we, everything God. we do is to con- 
convince you that it's real. Mm-hmm. So I fell for it. You did, yeah. Wow. But that was part of it. So you were actually kind of part of the moment, you know, so you were important to the storytelling of that. Yeah. You really? were in many ways. Our best audience ever. Wow. Uh, forgive us. Uh, we do not know your name. Oh, my name? Uh, my name is... Tootsie McJingles. Oh, oh of course it really is. Suits you. Yeah, yeah. Would you mind getting us out of this pit, Tootsie? Uh, and Tootsie is from Holly Castle. Thank you, Holly. Thanks, Thanks Holly. Holly Castle. Great. Yeah. Yeah, you, Tootsie McJingles. Hi. Hi, Mr. McJingles. Yeah, you can just call me Toots. Okay, Toots. Oh, oh, no. Would you, I would you mind getting us out of the pit now? The performance is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to climb on out, guys. Yeah, help them, help them out. Help them out. <laughs> and the uh, the orcs and the and the devils kind of offer you a hand and pull you Ooh. out. Yeah. It's just like, guys, I have to say, I, I feel really inspired, okay? So inspired that I was allowed to be part of your performance on the boat, even though the boat was sinking and it was really scary but actually the fact that you guys kept performing for just me mm-hmm. really means a lot and if i had a soul it would be soaring okay <laughs> but i just want you guys to know that that performance and that joke was absolutely unbelievable and oh. i think the general should see it and if the general likes it you might get fingers crossed invited up to his throne room Ooh. Oh well, that what's what's it in the throne room? Oh, the throne room is amazing. Gold curtains, gold floor. You know, red velvet <laughs> carpet, magic weapons. You know, portal to the next plane of hell. A golden throne made of skulls. Like it's absolutely amazing. There's like a velour couch, couple of Chesterfields. Really <laughs> no, nice. we get it. Yeah, yeah we get it. <laughs> so we got, yeah, I go on. Yeah, I think you, you could. could. Yeah, um, um, he actually had it redone <laughs> recently with some tapestry. Toots, yeah. a word. Um, uh, we're absolutely happy to do our performance again for the general. Is there a green room in which we could prepare? Um, green room? Uh, well, there's the where we keep the prisoners, but it's not really very comfortable. That's okay. That could be perfect, yeah. Yeah, we just, you jump in the pit, go down that tunnel, and it's just down there. But there, there is like a crazy guy in there that does experiments on the prisoners. Oh. So just like maybe don't let him do experiments on you. Okay. Yeah. Good advice. Then we'll yeah. keep that in mind. Thanks. Well, you know, if you're into that, you know, drink one of the potions, see what happens. Ooh. Oh, no, I'm definitely drinking one of the potions. I know, I can already sense it. <laughs> glue brick, don't. You're Not right. Guys, but sh- yeah, just, just jump I down there. I so bad. Holly, okay, we will. Him glue brick. I think your name was Oh No. Oh, uh, that's a stage, it's a stage name. Stage name. Of course. Equity. Any right. of you could send down some refreshments? <laughs> Excuse me? Um, refreshments? You want refreshments? Did I study? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can go fuck yourself, okay? <gasps> okay, so we just have to go into this pit, through the tunnel, and then we'll hang there for an hour, and then you'll come and get us, will you? Yeah, oh, just make I'm sure you, like, for... perfect your performance. Yes. And then mm. if the general likes it, he'll bring you up Wonderful. to the throne room. Oh, right, if he lovely. doesn't like it, you will be imprisoned and, and made to fight for eternity. Do you have any tips about stuff that he likes? Yeah, get a haircut, and he leaves. <laughs> 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 Thank you, mister. Uh, Merc Jingles As we go down towards the uh, the prison area yeah. As we're walking I say There's no way in hell Maybe there is No, you know what I mean There's absolutely no <laughs> chance at all That we're going to be doing another one of those Blasted performances no, I agree I think we, Well, what, what, what should we do? We should just We should We should go down And, and maybe we could galvanise the prisoners and, and get them to To attack And distract the orcs And <sighs> That's a great plan Yeah, we should just We should just slip away Shouldn't we? I we think should. we need to find out where the throne room is, though, because we distract them and then be like, well, we still got to find our way. Well, okay, so we've got to find, we'll, we'll go down and we'll find out from this mad scientist where, where the throne room is. Drink and one of his potions. No, no, no. The no. potions right. where they are. <laughs> we'll, we'll cause a distraction with the prisoners. That will give us an, an opportunity to slip away, slip up to the throne room through the portal. Bob's your uncle. An excellent plan, ghoul. I'm a genius. <laughs> and that has a king as well, an emperor. You're going to be able to um, gal- gal- galvanize? Galvanize, glue. Brick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it's bowing. When Gaul is feeling like you're the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, when you galvanize, you'll get there. Yeah, I know. So, so you you, you could galvanize them because you're the king and the emperor. Yes. So you should maybe be in charge of like persuading them. Yes, I, I shall be. 
All right, let's go down. Okay, so you guys are making your way towards the prison and you uh, descend this sort of narrow stone staircase and you exit into this huge underground room lined with dozens of cells. And in the center of the room is a large table with all sorts of chemical contraptions and potions and stuff sort of bubbling away. And um, there's a a small sort of like bird-like man is scurrying around and um, he's adjusting instruments and he's sort of talking out loud to himself and you it's quite dark in there and uh and the prisoners are all pretty placid just sat in their cells but in in the center of the room is this table with all these sort of contraptions on it Uh, how many prisoners actually roll me a uh perception check okay so you can you can just see there are um there are just two two prisoners in there that's all you can tell about them so far that's not gonna make much of a riot is it (laughs) (laughs) let's go i'm gonna go up to the scientist um so he's just doing stuff and just thinking he was making making little potions greetings no no what what ah your name is ah he's done it again (laughs) (laughs) my name is yeah, my name is Scarifax. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good name. That yeah, good name. that name was given to us by Will. We, Will gave us that you, name. Thank you, Will. Will. Scarifax. Yeah. You are a wise and inspiring inventor, are you not? Yes, yes. How did you know? Uh, your reputation precedes you. Oh. Uh, what do you think your greatest invention is? Oh, my greatest invention must be the, uh, the, 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 the footcopter. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Fucker. The footcopter is uh, it's yes. a tiny, it's a tiny pair of shoes uh, that you put on. It's got little, it's got little blades on it, and, it, and you can fly. What an extraordinary mind you must have! Thank you so much. And you experiment here on these, and I, I lower my voice on these prisoners. Yes, yes, of course. I, I experiment. I feed them potions, and I send them out into the gladiator pit to try and defeat the champion. Ah, Do have you, you try one? You want one? You well, want have one? you? Which of the potions were successful? Oh well, to be honest, I don't really have a system. Uh, I just, I just. <laughs> Um, I, I, I just, I just, I just feed them the, 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 the potions, and then I just poof, see what happens. How many potions do you have? Literally hundreds. Just randomly feeding potions. Yeah, and just, you just got to see what happens. You and know? if they do work, you won't be able to ever work out why that works because you don't know which one that went in. Yeah, it's chaos. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't drink this one. And he shoves one in your hand. Okay, Brick. Yeah, don't drink the potion, Henley. I hear you. But I'm going to drink the potion, Henley. We both know that is going to we happen, don't we? Why did I even we protest? We'll sit back and watch <laughs> Blue Brick. Are you, are you drinking a potion? Yeah, I'm drinking it. Okay, I just want to warn you, I do have a random table, but I, I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. Because this is a table that I, I've don't not... Don't risk I've it. Not drink, 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 little taste. Drink, drink, so, drink, drink. So nervous. Just roll me a, a d20. Just a... Oh. Ten. Ten. Ten's okay. a good number. Ten's a lucky number. A reminder that we are... The stakes are Hi, we have three lives each. We can we can die. The character would do it. It's a colourful yeah, motion. You would look would. terrible with horns. No, no look, that's nasty. <laughs> so you drink this potion, uh-huh. and uh, it's uh, let's say it's a, a kind of a vibrant purple potion. Oh, nice. And um, as it um, as it's <laughs> I was gonna say as it slides down your gullet. Yeah, no, yeah. sexy. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah, um, it's kind of quite pleasant and quite warm. Oh, nice. And you begin just to start to. To, to chuckle just to laugh to yourself and um, <laughs> after uh, after you know a few seconds the laughter just gets a bit more and more and more oh, and oh. you realise you can't stop laughing and you're just <laughs> laughing constantly at nothing and uh, the laughter just keeps building and building and building and uh, the, the scientist is just staring at you being like mm, 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 expecting something more to happen and uh, like, literally a whole minute goes by and you just don't stop laughing and you're now just laughing constantly for for how long? I don't know. It doesn't say. Well, this. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. So while he's doing that, that's a pretty good distraction. Can I roll a sleight of hand check to steal just a bunch of the potions and yeah, secrete yeah. them? How many do you want to steal? As many as I can fit in my purse. <laughs> in your towel. In your is that all I have? I think you've my- got like you've got like dungeon backpacks. Yeah, right, as many as I can get in my backpack. Okay, great. So just roll me a sleight of hand check, and however good it is, we'll see. Uh, it's. It's 16. 16. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say you can take two random potions. Okay. Yeah. I do. 
So, yeah, you just have two random potions. I've got an idea. <laughs> so he's... Uh, the, the I can't help you. I'm going to punch myself really hard in the head to try and stop it. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think you need to roll for attack. I think That's you just natural 20, though. I definitely punched myself in the head. <laughs> you just critted, oh. so you do double damage. Shit. And your unarmed strike is six. So you do 12 damage. I, oh, I I've not thought through any of my decisions today. <laughs> but because I leveled up, I am, I am, my HP is 27. So I could do it twice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you stop um, laughing then? No. He's <laughs> <laughs> on the okay. floor laughing. And the scientist is just laughing over you. And you just see he throws his arms up and he just looks around at everyone. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> and he goes back to his table. Henley, what's the plan? Okay, so so I, I, I take aside Eric and Ghoul. I, I don't want Glubrick there right now because he's laughing so uncontrollably. It will be a, a <laughs> I'm <nuisance>. not offended. Say, <laughs> so look, we get a bunch of these potions, take them up to the party and slip them into the punch. Anything could happen. Chaos ensues. And as you look around as you're having this conversation, you can see that um, I just rolled a stealth check for the, the scientist and he's trying to sneak up and eat and we can see him and you he just absolutely has failed completely you just you'd catch him like mid creep hey man can we help you uh, yes i was just trying to listen to what you were saying you've caught me ah, chaos <laughs> <laughs> great when npcs try and do stuff <laughs> he, has he run out the room or is he just <laughs> he's, in he's fact he's off. just running around he's doing circles around the table just being like ah! All right. What <laughs> chaos in the world won't help us unless we know where exactly the portal is. That's true. Let's find out from this fellow where the portal is. From this madman? Well, if we've got, well, we could ask the prisoners. Yes, we could. We could. And we will. We shall. Why don't you? I will. Now. <laughs> Watch me go. <laughs> See how I go. I walk up to one of the prisoners. Okay, great. So, okay, so there are two prisoners. Uh, one is a, uh, a drow, a dark elf. Uh, and the other it isn't a goliath, but is, is a huge, like, hulking beast of a woman. Just both sat in their cells, just sort of mm. staring at the floor. Let's let's pick the drow. Very good. So you go up to the drow, and uh, he doesn't look up at you. I go psst, I do, psst, like, like I've got something. Like I'm important. <laughs> psst, come out here. Okay. What do you want? Well, what do you want? I want to get out of the cell. Indeed, I can help you. I'm on the outside of the cell. I can see that. <laughs> yes, I'm a necromancer of great power. Good for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just was he just blushing. <laughs> just like, uh, very well. Um, we require a trade of information. What do you want to know? I need to know where the portal is. It's in the general's throne room. Where is the general's throne room? Up the big stairs in the main hall. Mm, it was signposted, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I, I will still let you out. Thank you. Not do you have a key? I will get one. All right. So don't give me that look, because I'm capable too. Henry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric, what? Eric, what? What are you doing? Just talking to my friend. His name, <laughs> uh, his name is... Dryden Terralanta. Oh, wow. It's a good drow name. Yeah, mm. that is good. That was from Nyx Raves. Nyx Raves. NYX. Thanks. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Nyx Raves is also a pretty good name as it well. It is good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Night we'll Ducks. Maybe Nick's that's Raves. the name of the yeah. woman. Nyx Raves. Yeah, Nyx Raves. Sue. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, let's... Um, yeah, name's... Nick's raves. Very well, Nix. We thank you for telling me the obvious thing that I could have figured out myself, but nevertheless, <laughs> deal is a deal and I shall help you get you out of here. Also, uh, on the wall over there is a holster with two guns. Mm. You can get me that. All right. I walk away really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what did you find out? I, I'm terrified of this person. They're very, very frightening. But anyway, the, 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 the portal... <laughs> oh, <I'm> so honest. <laughs> the portal is in the general's throne room, which is up the massive stairs. All oh, right, we could have worked that out, couldn't yes, we? There's we only three out. rooms in anyway, this place. we must now let this drow out. I just, just frightened. Must we? Well, we should, shouldn't we? I mean, that would be... A, wouldn't that be... Well, I mean, we don't know why he's in. What did he do? I don't know. I didn't get, in, didn't get that far but in the conversation. Eric, you're, you're playing fast and loose with the rules here but I, 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 I just think we're suddenly on his side we've now made a promise to break this guy out of prison yes Eric this is this is this is madness alright I think it'll be okay <laughs> I don't have guns 
You're going to give him guns? Yes. I'm going to arm the dangerous man. Eric, Eric, what are you? <laughs> you were supposed to be the sensible one. Yeah. I know, I've been here too long. I've been here too long. As you get to the guns, you see that Glubrick is laughing so hysterically, he's in agony and trying to take one of the guns to kill himself. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my God. No, we won't do that. We'll no, Glubrick, no. Uh, and okay. as you're laughing and you hold the gun to your head, the, the scientist runs over and he, he put, takes the gun out of your hand and puts it back in the holster on the on the wall. Oh, and, uh, oh God. He's just like, you know, you know what might you might help. What's that? Another potion. Oh. You want to take another? We'll see if you get rid of the last. <laughs> you want to try? It could this, be an antidote. This is where I get on my knees and I just look at Henley and I am begging her, tell me what to do. Oh, cool. What do you think? Um. Well, if it was me, I would think about the color chart. <laughs> <laughs> What's what is... the opposite of purple? Yellow, I think. Do you have a yellow potion, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Yeah, somewhere in here in the meeting. Okay, fine. I would take that, Lubric. And he's like just chucking out loads of. He's like, oh, someone there. Yes, yes. yes. And I, I just yellow. take the yellow one and like pour it into my mouth. I'm starting to think none of us should be in charge. <laughs> none <laughs> of us are. No. Roll me a d20. What? No, no, it's the antidote. That was so logical then. It was Whilst logical. this is all happening, I'm looking for the keys, by the way. I'm looking for some keys. Oh, some keys. Uh, roll me a perception sure. check. Actually, no, sorry, investigation. And uh, Glubrick. I got a four. You got a four. Okay, great. So as you... Uh, uh, as you as you drink down this potion, you feel the uh, laughter subside, oh, and oh. Um, it settles, oh. and your body starts to settle, and you instantly feel more charismatic. Oh, okay, confident, yeah. interesting, but a little jittery. But uh, I'm going to give you for the rest of this episode. I'm going to give you um, advantage on all charisma checks. Great. Oh. It's just like a good luck potion. Yeah. Okay, great. Wonderful, wonderful. Did it work? It did. Where are the keys? Oh. To the prison? Keys to the, to the prison. Yeah, I'm going to need the keys now. Oh, what, to the prisoners? Yep. Oh, they're just here. And, and, I, and I uh, I just take them from you. And did what did you get in your investigation? 16. So I managed to see that they're the, now yes, being handed over. That's the key. Um, you want the keys? You want the loud of the prisoners? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, because if they need to go see the general now. Oh, that's boring. No, I don't want to let them out. If it was for Chaos, then yes! It is for chaos! We're gonna go kill the general. I don't believe that you believe in chaos. How dare you, If sir. you believed in chaos, you'd drink three of those potions right now in oh, front right. of us. Fine, I will. <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> Drinks one potion. Um, okay, so I need to write this down quickly. Hold on. So, such a good call. Uh, okay, so the scientist grabs three potions at random and he's like, I'll show you, I'll show, I'll show you chaos. Yes, yes, show me. And the first one he drinks and it's this bright blue liquid. And as he drinks it, he just screams chaos and he emits this huge blue glow. Life, his body and it's extremely calming and everyone in the room feels very very calm oh nice and then he's just like ah yes the peace of chaos <laughs> another one and he drinks the second one and he becomes okay so he um, immediately just starts looking around at everyone and he's just like I know I, I know what you're thinking I know what you're thinking I can see your thoughts written across your face <laughs> and then he just drinks another one and he feels this huge thing welling up from inside him and he just slams his hands down onto the alchemist table and his hands just stick to the table and his whole skin has become really sticky <laughs> And so he's emanating this blue glow. He's stuck to the table and he thinks he can read all of your minds. And he's trapped there. He's off him. He can't unstick his head. That's turned up. And he's just like, yes, what a wonderful idea. Chaos! And he's trying to like rip his hands from the table. Okay, we take the keys. Yeah, you can take them. He he can't stop you. To the prisoners and I... And, and I unlock the door. And to the to the drow. To the drow. In fact, we're going to let them both out. You unlock the door to the drow and to the, the giant Goliath. Uh-huh. Great. So the, we'll start with the drow first. The drow walks out and it's just like, you have honour, necromancer. Where are my guns? On the wall. And he strolls over and he just equips them. And he stands there and he's he just, he just is staring at you in complete silence. And he's contemplating what to do next. And you hear these huge, like, pounding footsteps as this giant Goliath walks out of the cell. She has this huge, like, hood over her head. And she just pulls the hood back. And she just goes, I thank you, Necromancer. What would you like in return? 
Perhaps you could assist us in this next chapter. Roll me an arcane check, just quickly. 13. So with your 13, you realise that the cell that she was in was guarded by a, a magical force field. Oh. And she emanates this like bright white light and she just transforms into uh, this human woman with like a long flowing white cloak holding like a, a staff. And she just almost, it's not quite an angel, but she looks extremely like holy. And she's just like, I will grant you one favor oh that does i think we should ask her to escort us through the portal yeah yeah for sure i wanted a crown no no <laughs> <laughs> hold on could you restore the damage to ghoul's soul i'm afraid not even i can do that all right forget i said anything <laughs> if you would help us get through the portal into the second layer of hell we will say that your favor has been granted very well are you still injured by the way yes i am she touches a hand to your head uh-huh. and you are restored to full health and uh, thank you excuse me miss I, I i also punched myself in the face earlier and chance you can touch me that's, that's your fault right? <laughs> okay so so perhaps she can op- she can unlock the door to the throne room because we didn't even think of what what a difficult thing that would be we right? are very much reliant upon your help thank you and let's gather up what potions we can and yes. leave this chaos behind us yes so we leave the the sticky man stuck yeah. to the table oh yeah the, the scientist is still there and he's just like yeah yeah destroy everything <laughs> okay thank you no welcome i'd scoop a load of potions into a backpack and head back up the stairs. Is there anything um, else other than potions? It's just potions, and there are um, there are some very rudimentary weapons, but nothing more oh. than what you already have. Is the angel joining us? Is she following? Uh, if you want her to, yes, please. Yes, um, roll me a perception check quickly, Eric. Oh, a natural twenty. A natural Whoa. twenty. Mm, yeah. um, you can tell that the drow that Nix is still just staring at you hasn't moved. But with your natural twenty, you can tell that he is waiting for you to, to tell him to do something. You don't. You don't <laughs> feel like he's going to attack you. No. I think tell him to go and sacrifice himself and <laughs> and kill what? all of the other guys to cause a distraction. Whoa. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were just going to poison the punch and you know make a bit of a fuss. Oh, just, all that. Yeah. Sorry. We I just want to get through the portal. <laughs> if these two people will help us then we will say that all debts are settled. Very well. So the Dark Elf, the Drow, uh, Nyx, he just says, understood, and just starts walking off towards the gladiator pit, and you just hear him bellowing from inside, bring out the champion. Uh, ooh, okay. And you just hear the crowd erupt. It's like this, the fight of the millennia is about to happen in this gladiator pit. Let's use this distraction. Let's go. And right. the angel is coming with you. Yes, um, And so she just, another white glow just kind of like drifts down over her body and she just transforms into a giant orc. Ooh. Handy. That's a very good disguise. Can you do the same to me? I'm afraid I can't. All right, fine. I could try though. Okay. And she touches a hand to your head and your towel falls down. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was coming and I also had right into that one. Very well. Very well. This is our chance to the general's throne room. Okay, I pull my towel back on and head straight into the party. Yeah, and uh, I'm following as well. I'm bouncing. So the drow has gone up. There are two exits out of the prison. So the drow has gone up the tunnel to the gladiator pit. But do you want to go up the other one through the main doors or do you want to go up? Because you'll end up in the gladiator pit if you follow the drow. We want to go the other way. Yeah, yeah. We want to go round the back of them. And then come in through the kind of main doors that you came through initially. Could we have a bit of like passive perception that if we walk past the punch, we could maybe just quickly pour some liquid into it? (laughs) Did we just yeah. assume there was punch? Is that just us? <laughs> we just assume that all parties, including hell, have a punch bowl. Of yeah. course they have punch. <laughs> it's hell. Yeah, yeah, I think... Um, it's a hell disco. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you've got, like, the angel owes you a favour, and Drow is creating a distraction, but I would also like to see the punch poisoned to, yeah. see, what, to see what happens. You've got... You've got... Uh, you have two potions, right? Well, we well, took a punch, I've, I've, Yeah, I've taken some as well on the we way took, yeah, What we happens took if we just pour all the potions into one crazy potion? Yeah, let's just see. See, let's see what happens there. So, oh, so you guys, Sod's law is going to create a massive monster, isn't it? Possibly. So you, you come into the party and everyone is, is very distracted by... You're being led by this orc in disguise, right? And everyone is distracted by this huge fight and you can just hear gunshots firing off from the pit and you can see, like, the drow, like, flipping and you can see him, like, flipping over the top of the crowd and, like, jumping around. And the drow looks like he's having the time of his fucking life. <laughs> he's just having a great time fighting and shooting his guns. And everyone roll me a stealth check with advantage. 
Eighteen. Eighteen. Twenty. Just twenty, great. Twenty. Just 20. Wow, amazing. Weird. So you all manage to breeze through the party and no one notices you. You do you do notice a punch, but there's a punch, yeah, of yeah, course yeah. there's a punch, but I just pour all the potions keep in. Keep a couple. Okay, yeah, keep a couple. Keep a couple. Yeah. yeah. So how many potions are you pouring in? Five in. Well, and we'll keep two. So you put five potions into the punch bowl, and I've just I've just rolled for all of them. Uh, and as you're walking through the, the party and the huge fight is happening and the crowd are cheering. The angel, as the orc, just pushes past uh, everyone in your way and just leads you straight up the the steps. You are ascending the huge steps to uh, what you now know to be the throne room. And you stop at the top of the stairs and you notice two things. The first one is the drow is firing his guns and he does a huge, like, flip in the middle of the air. And this champion, who looks like an orc, but it's like, it's like five orcs have been smashed into one orc. It's this, like, gargantuan monster. And the drow is just spilled straight through his chest. A massive knife. A massive, huge blade. And the drow is just, like, lifeless on, on this blade. Oh. But you see from his face that while he's bleeding out, he's just smiling. He's having... He loves oh. combat. There was a whole subplot there we yeah. never really got yeah. to explore. Nick's yeah. tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Nix gave his life for you guys to have a distraction. Oh, was Nix? Honourable drow. Yeah. It feels really bad that we named it after one of our listeners now. <laughs> yeah, Nix, I'm sorry, you have been We never got to talk to that guy. Um, yeah. Oh, good. The other thing you see is a load of orcs and imps drink some of the punch. Oh, hey. and, and one of them begins to secrete a caustic liquid. Oh. <laughs> all, of the, all of the imps around them start coughing and choking. Another, an orc, starts to... Also, like the the scientist, just starts to stick to stuff, and he, the, there's just like a clump of like six orcs all just stuck together, <laughs> trying to uh, to unstick themselves. The other one, sh- sorry, the other one just screams as it's so loud and just shrinks to the size of a small hamster, oh. and just starts scurrying around the party and is immediately trodden on in the chaos. Oh. And, um, <laughs> four or five other other orcs that drank all of this uh, liquid just start floating and are just hovering above the party and so it is fucking bedlam in there now yeah. like they've brought that the fight is over the champions won the drow's body is thrown to the floor there's orcs floating there's orcs stuck to each other there's hamster orcs <laughs> running around and there are um, yeah there are orcs just like emitting caustic liquid it's like coughing and choking and the angel just turns to the three of you and it's just like are you proud of yourselves <laughs> I am Henley says, yeah, that's how you throw a party. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you can stay true to yourself. This way. This is very judgy. <laughs> yes, it's, she, you know, it is. She, it's, she is helping us out. It's kind it's of my thing. Ah, yeah. respect. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag respect. <laughs> yeah, you're learning, Glubrick. I'm learning. Learn. I'm learning. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, and before she, uh, before she moves through into the throne room, she picks up Ghoul and like regards you for a second, <laughs> and you feel this like sense of like warmth, like home, <sighs> and she just says. I'm sorry for everything that has happened to you, little one. I wish I could help you. But you have a long journey ahead of you left. You will be fine. And just sets you down on the floor. Henley leans in and says, D- Will I be fine? Do I have a long journey ahead of me left? Yeah, what about me? Are you, you wouldn't heal me. What's the reason you're not healing me? Like, what, do you Are you sorry me? for what happened to me too? You, I am not sorry for. All right, you have you. much to learn. See you later. Through the doors. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I didn't heal you, Master Bluebrick, is because you, you are not as foolish as you make out to be. Don't punch yourself in the head. Everybody knows that. <laughs> How else would he learn? The necromancer here, he is a man of great wisdom and power. Learn from him. And she walks through the doors. Am I a man of great wisdom and power? <laughs> <laughs> and she snaps her fingers and your mouth shuts. <laughs> 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 it's really a matter of time. Oh, I, I like this this gal. As you walk through the door, uh, you enter the uh, the throne room. But the throne room is completely dark, save for one kind of shaft of light, where you see this kind of swirling sort of red and orange vortex, this portal at the end of the room. And the angel turns to all of you and just says, I thank you. This is where I must leave you. Consider our debt paid. Thank you. And she just disappears, just like, almost like confetti, but like starlight confetti. She just disappears. And she's gone. (gasps) Ghoul just sheds a little tear. Do you think that was God? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was just a judgy woman. Let's go. (laughs) 
and uh, so you're in the room with the portal uh, or what you perceive to be the, the portal you assume is the portal is the only thing in this room that you can see oh what is it oh the, the portal's just there it's, it's the only thing shedding light in the room okay oh, well, before just, anyone catches us just touch it go. Yeah. we made it we made it wait Let's wait go. wait whoa whoa what are we sure we want to just dive straight into a, have we not learned anything from uh, diving headfirst into unknown things I have learned something about that yes <laughs> not to do it is that what you learned Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's um, throw something through. What do we have we can throw in? Uh, grenade! <laughs> Not a grenade. We want to keep that grenade. Uh, is there anything on the sides that I can see? Is there, uh, like, there's things in the room. There's nothing in the room that you can see. It's Henley, just the portal goes, and darkness. <sighs> he takes off his towel. <laughs> He bundles it up and he throws it in the portal. <laughs> oh my god. So you're throwing the towel in the portal, is yeah. So And I don't think I'm gonna get it back. Um, oh my god. Well, you might be surprised. Oh Jesus. Oh that's really got me. So um Henley's naked body just silhouetted by the portal. He tosses his towel into the portal and for a second it just is like a match lighting flash paper. There's just this huge bright light and it sort of suspended in midair. It kind of like contorts and twists and bends and ties itself in knots and unties itself. And it's as if like the very kind of molecular structure of it is being broken down and it returns to a towel and it's just spat back out to the floor in front of you. But it is burnt to shit. Like there's holes in it. It's all crumpled and mangled. Oh. Henley looks at it and says, hot towel <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you immediately notice that the the portal kind of emits this like bright white light and there's this huge flash and it like a sort of dying star it collapses in on itself no! and the portal is gone <gasps> completely gone <gasps> And from the darkness, you hear this big, booming voice. And you can't see the figure just yet, but you hear this booming laugh. <laughs> and this shaft of light comes down onto the throne. <gasps> and you see the general sat at the throne, and he just says, You want to get to the portal? You'll have to get through me. Thank you for listening to the fourth episode of Hell or High Rollers. I have been your games master, Dave Hearn. Glubrick, played by Chris Leesk. Eric Sanguinius, played by Adam Megiddo. Henley Whispers, by Henry Shields. And Ghoul, played by Ellie Morris. The Hats What You Get advert at the top of the show was written by the wonderful Henry Shields with additional voices by Alexander Munyoni and Charlie Beaumont. And if those kind of little extras float your boat, then we've got plenty more for you. Head on over to our Patreon page. The link is found in the episode description. There you can get a whole bunch of amazing bonus content, including a short story written by the wonderful Chris Leesk about what happened to the Mage Hand on board the boat. Also, Henry Shields is running his own campaign where I am a player. So if you want to see Shields get his own back on me, head on over to our Patreon page. And while you're there, you can meet legends like Albion 6000, Dale Williamson, Naila Caruso, and probably my favourite name so far, Bettina Pagali-Larwin, Elaine Tienan, Mimi Scarlett, Lena Lamanda, Elian Budden, Dave Whitney, and of course the wonderful Chris and Sadie. Also, don't forget you can follow us on Instagram at Hell or High Rollers, Twitter at Hell or High Pod. This show is produced by the wonderful Gareth Tempest, and the title song is by Max Runner. Good night. Where I belong Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.